بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى ما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وكان امر الله قدرا مقدورا صدق الله العظيم Over the last few weeks we have discussed various aspects of the life of Sayyidina Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu Last week we discussed how Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu was very very particular that no person must get involved in any type of innovation bidat and no person must get involved in any type of shirk Another aspect of the life of Hazrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu is this that many a times when Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu he has a particular opinion then according to the opinion of Hazrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu wahi would come down to the extent that sometimes when Hazrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu would say certain things then wahi would come down exactly according to the words that Hazrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala used exactly the same words would come down in wahi as well but never did Hazrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu regard this as his personal achievement that wahi is coming to me and has come according to what i have said he always attributed this to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam this is the praise this is the blessings of staying in the company of nabi alaihi salam and in reality it was the praise of nabi alaihi salam it was the barakah and the blessings of staying in the company of nabi alaihi salam because as umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu prior to remaining in the company of nabi alaihi salam he had hatred for the muslims he had the most amount of hatred for rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he went out to assassinate to kill rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam but the praise of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam was such that when he stayed in the sohbat he stayed in the company of nabi alaihi salam now that hatred had changed Now we had hatred for the kuffar and so much of love for the Muslims. So where did it come from? It came from Nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And there was a certain occasion when Hazrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala held a particular opinion, and on the other side Nabi alayhi salatu wasallam held another opinion in the same matter. We'll find wahi will come down on certain occasions in favor of Hazrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala. But then Hazrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala they also he would be ashamed. That how is it that wahi has come down? in favor of the opinion that i held never the pride coming to umar radiyallahu ta'ala that i am somebody but he always felt ashamed of himself on the occasion when abdullah bin ubay the munafiq he had passed away so now there was difference of opinion nabi alayhi salatu wasalam was ready to perform his janaza salah but as umar radiyallahu ta'ala no was against it that don't go for the janaza salah of abdullah bin ubay it is mentioned later when wahi came down It came down in favor of the opinion of Hazrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala wala tusalli ala ahadin minhum mata abada wala taqum ala qabri don't perform the salah upon any one of them wala tusalli ala ahadin minhum mata abada upon any one of them that have passed away they passed away on kufr ala wala tusalli ala ahadin minhum mata abada wala taqum ala qabri and don't stand upon the qabr as well so nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam told us umar radiyallahu ta'ala oh umar wahi has come down in your favor according to the opinion that you held allah taala has sent down wahi is mentioned as umar radiyallahu ta'ala he said fa ajibtu min jur'ati ala rasulillah sallallahu alaihi wasallam i'm amazed i'm astonished that what boldness have i got against rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that wahi is coming down in favor of me 
It is mentioned for days, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala remained ashamed. In our times, we would have been proud that what I am saying, that this is what has happened. But Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala remained ashamed. It is mentioned when Sahaba made Hijrat, when they came to Medina to Munawwara, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Hazrat Mu'az ibn Jabal radiallahu ta'ala anhu, and a few Sahaba, Ansari Sahaba, they came to Rasulullah sallallahu And their concern was that people are consuming alcohol, and we know the Arabs, they love the alcohol. So they came with this concern, they said, Ya Rasulullah, this is something that is spoiling the brains, the minds of people. Because a person when he's drunk, he doesn't know who's his mother, he doesn't know who's his wife. He doesn't know what's the heaven and what's the earth. So it is spoiling the minds of people and it is destroying the wealth of people. So what do you say, O Rasulullah But at the same time, as Umar radiallahu ta'ala, he lifted his hands and he made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma bayyin lana fil khamr. Oh Allah, you make this matter clear for us in regards to wine. Explain to us what is the ruling in regards to, in regards to wine. Why? Because this is such a thing. But this destroys the wealth of a person also and the intelligence of a person. It is mentioned on this concern of Umar radiallahu ta'ala and Allah ta'ala revealed the verses of the Quran. قُلْ فِيهِمَا إِثْمٌ كَبِيرٌ وَمَنَافِعُ لِلنَّاسِ That say to them, O Rasulullah sallallahu in this wine, there is great sin. But there is some benefit for the people as well. So here, the prohibition hadn't come down. Allah ta'ala said there is some benefit also in it and there is some harm for you also in this. So then Umar radiallahu ta'ala made dua for the second time. Allahu bayyin, Allahumma bayyin lana fil khamr. Bayan and shafia. Allah give us such an explanation that is satisfactory, that concludes this matter, that we know what is the condition or what is the status in regards to wine. So Allah ta'ala revealed second verses of the Quran. La taqrabu salata wa antum sukara. Don't come close to salah. When you are intoxicated, don't even come close to salah. You'll go to read something and you'll read something else. You'll change the whole meaning of the Quran Sharif. So still, the prohibition hadn't come down. Umar radiallahu ta'ala for the third time, he makes dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma bayyin lana fil khamr, bayan and shafia. That give us a satisfactory, a complete explanation in regards to wine. What is the status of wine? Then finally the verses of the Quran come down. Ridsum min amali shaitan. This is filth. This is dirt. This is from the acts of shaitan. That now you stay away from this. So on the figure of Umar radiallahu this ummah was protected from wine. He had the concern, he had the worry about wine. Allah revealed verses of the Quran until wine was made haram upon the ummah. He's written in his tafsir. There's approximately 20 verses of the Quran. 20 verses of the Quran that were revealed in conformity with the opinion of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. And in regards to this, these verses, when wine was made prohibited, when it was prohibited, Allama Suyuti rahmatullahi, he quotes from Allama Nawawi rahmatullahi, great commentator of hadith. He says, all this that we have got, this is the blessings of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala. So Allah ta'ala had blessed him with a very, very high status. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, on one occasion, he made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma rzuqni shahadatan fi sabilik. Allah grant me shahadat in your path. And every person must have this desire. That one day, if Allah Ta'ala gives me the opportunity to go out in his path, and Allah gives me the opportunity to become shaheed, then I also desire that I want to become shaheed. The battle of Uhud, we discussed in the tafsir. That when the battle of Uhud had taken place, Nabi Alayhi Salaam was of the opinion we should fight from Madinatul Munawwara. 
But there were young boys that came up. And these young boys held the opinion and they insisted, Ya Rasulullah, we need to go out of Medina Sharif. Why they desired martyrdom. So finally Nabi alayhi salatu accepted that opinion of these young boys. And they went out of Medina to Munawara, four miles out of Medina Munawara, and they fought at the Mount of Uhud. So this, this desire for martyrdom must always be within a person. So he made dua, Allahumma rizlukni shahadat fi sabili. Waj'alni mawti fi baladi habibik sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Let my death be in the town of your beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So his daughters at Hafsa radiallahu ta'ala, she came to Umar radiallahu ta'ala. She says, oh my beloved father, how is it? These are two contradicting things. You're asking for shahadat in the path of Allah. And at the same time, you're asking for death in Medina al-Banawara. How is it possible for these two things to happen together? In order to become a shaheed, you've got to go out of Medina Munawara. You've got to go and fight on the battlefield. But you want martyrdom in Medina Munawara. How is this going to happen? So Umar radiallahu ta'ala said, يَأْتِي بِهِ إِذَا شَاء If Allah ta'ala wants it to happen, Allah will make it happen. Allah ta'ala will make it happen. Now look at that desire that he had and that sincerity that he had. It is mentioned thereafter in Umar radiallahu ta'ala he gave the Jummah Khutbah. In the Jummah Khutbah he mentioned the Jannah to Adam. What is the gardens of eternity? What is the Jannah of eternity? He explained Jannah to Adam. This Jannah has 500 doors. And at every door there is going to be 500 rules. And he said this Jannah has been kept exclusive for a Nabi of Allah. And then he looks at the Rosai Mubarak. The Mubarak Qabr of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he said, That blessed are you, O person, O inmate of this Qabr. And then as Umar radiallahu alayhi wa turns, and he looks at us, Abu Bakr radiallahu alayhi wa and he says the same thing, that may you be blessed also, O inmate of this grave. And then as Umar radiallahu alayhi wa in that very same khutbah he mentions, he says that I saw in a dream, that a red rooster, was pecking at me. So he says that this indicates, I get the understanding that the time of my death is now very close. Hazrat Asma radiallahu ta'ala was the wife, one of the wife of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. She gave the very same interpretation. She says that the time of the death of Umar radiallahu ta'ala is very, very close. And a non-Arab person will take the life of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. So it is mentioned this happened in the Jummah Khutbah. And in the next week, Hazrat Mughira radiallahu ta'ala had a slave boy. This slave boy was known as Abu Lulu, Fairuz. This was his name. So he was actually a Persian, but he was brought by, Abu, by Hazrat Mughira radiallahu ta'ala from Rome. So when the battle of Nihawan had taken place, it is mentioned Umar radiallahu ta'ala brought many many children as captives as well to Medina to Munawara. So when this Abu Lulu, he saw these little children as captives, he went to them and he placed his hand on their heads. And he said, Akala Umar, Kabidi, that Umar radiallahu ta'ala has eaten my heart. That these little little children he has brought, but we know what kindness they showed to them. How they honored them, they slaves how they honored, how they treated them. So this was one thing that happened. Then Hazrat Mughira radiallahu ta'ala freed this slave of his. But he said on condition that you must pay two dirhams, two silver coins to me every day. 
So this Abu Lulu, he came to Umar radiallahu ta'ala and he told us Umar radiallahu ta'ala, this amount of two dirhams on me, on a daily basis, it is too much. So Umar radiallahu ta'ala said, what work do you do? He was a very talented person, very intelligent person. So he said, what work do you do? So he was involved in various occupations. He said, I'm a carpenter. He said, I'm an engraver and I'm a blacksmith. Three things he said. I'm a carpenter, I'm an engraver and I'm a blacksmith. So Umar radiallahu ta'ala said, two dirham, two silver coins. How can this be so much for you? But he still had the intention in his heart that I'll speak to the Mughira radiallahu ta'ala and I'll ask his Mughira radiallahu ta'ala to decrease this amount for his slave. Then Umar radiallahu ta'ala tells him, he says that I heard you have made such a sip that just by the blowing of the wind, all the weeds, it is sifted. So he in turn tells us, Umar radiallahu ta'ala, he says, I will make for you such a sif that the people of the east and the people of the west, they will talk about the sif. In other words, here he indicated that such a thing, such a thing will transpire in regards to you, that it will be the, the talk of the entire world. So in this was an indication that he is now, he is threatening as Umar radiallahu ta'ala to take the life of Umar radiallahu ta'ala. So therefore Umar radiallahu ta'ala said, لَقَدْ أَوْعَدَنِ الْأَبْدُ الْآنِ That the slave has now threatened me. And he's mentioned after this happened, approximately a week later, this Abu Lulu, he came to Masjid al-Nabawi with a dagger that was in poison, that was dipped in poison. And he hid at the time of Fajr Salah. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, when he came into the Musalla, the Fajr Salah commenced. And immediately he proceeded, he came forward, he advanced. And he stabbed Umar radiallahu ta'ala six times. And the one stab was just below the navel of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. So Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, when he was stabbed, beneath the navel, and obviously with the other stairs as well, as Umar radiallahu ta'ala couldn't balance. So as Umar radiallahu ta'ala fell. So he said, وَكَانَ أَمْرُ اللَّهِ قَدَرًا مَقْدُورًا That what is the command of Allah ta'ala, that is now going to take place. But before as Umar radiallahu ta'ala fell, Hazrat Abdurrahman ibn Awf radiallahu ta'ala was behind him. So he got the hand of Abdurrahman ibn Awf radiallahu ta'ala and he pulled him onto the musallah. So Abdurrahman ibn Awf radiallahu ta'ala then continued the salah. And he read very short and he terminated the salah. But in the meantime, this slave now, as he went out of the masjid, he stabbed 12 other people. And of the 12 people that he stabbed, 6 of them had passed away, they became shaheed. So one musalli that was there, one of the sahaba, whoever it must have been there, he took his cloth, he took his sheet, and he threw it over this person. So when he threw it over him, this person fell now. And when he fell, he realized that now he is trapped. So he committed suicide and he died there as well. So Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala then was taken home. When he was brought home, then very briefly now, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala asked, he said that who killed me? Uh, who stabbed me? So they said that it was a non-Muslim slave, Abu Lulu, that had stabbed you. So he made shukar to Allah ta'ala, that a mu'min, a believer, he didn't stab me. That I was stabbed by a kafir. Then they called for a doctor, and the doctor prescribed, he said that grape juice and milk must be given to Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, as a treatment. So Umar radiallahu ta'ala tried taking it in, but whatever you take in, that stab that was below the navel, whatever he took in, everything then came out from there. And then shortly thereafter, Umar radiallahu ta'ala had passed away. Now in this fatal illness of Umar radiallahu ta'ala, when he was wounded in this manner, Hazrat Abdullah bin Abbas radiallahu ta'ala comes to see Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. So he tells Umar radiallahu ta'ala that Mubarak body be to you, glad tidings be to you. 
He said, you accepted Islam at a time when most of the people were disbelievers. At that time, he was the 40th person, we discussed this, he was the 40th person that accepted Islam. And the 40th surah of the Quran is surah Mu'minun also. So you were the 40th person that accepted Islam. You participated in jihad with Rasulullah What is your position? When Rasulullah left the world, at that time Rasulullah was so pleased and Nabi Islam was so happy with you. When you became the Khalifa, then no two people had any difference whilst you were the Khalifa. Meaning there was no dispute between any two, two people in, in the entire Khilafat of Hazrat Umar He ruled for 10 years, approximately 10 years and 5 months. In the 10 years and 5 months, there weren't any two people that had a fight, that had a problem amongst themselves. This was the Khilafat of Umar That is why when Umar passed away, the senior Sahaba said the doors of fitna has opened. The door of ikhtilaf and differences among people, fights among the people, has now opened with the demise of Umar So he said that this is how you had ruled. And he said now you became a shaheed and you're leaving the world, how fortunate you are. So Umar tells him, are you going to give evidence to this? Do you bear witness to this? As Abdullah bin Abbas hardly responds to this. As Ali is standing there. He says that we give evidence of Umar to all these things that Abdullah bin Abbas mentioned. Now imagine what is his position. Look at the fazail, look at the virtues of Umar This is just one narration that I'm taking. There are so many narrations in regards to Umar But when he is leaving the world, at that time he tells his son, Abdullah bin Umar tells his son that if I had two mountains of gold, then I'm prepared to give these two mountains of gold so that I can be protected from the horrors of the day of Qiyamah. That is the day of Qiyamah. So every person, no matter where we reach in life, and how much of khidmat of deen a person may do, or no matter how much a person spends in the path of Allah or whatever a person has done, he has benefited the ummah, never should a person be complacent, and never should a person think, make shukr to Allah Ta'ala, that Allah Ta'ala gave me the tawfiq. But never can a person be complacent and say, my work has been done in Akhirah. When this was the condition of Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, then what is our condition? Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala give us understanding, give us a tawfiq inshaAllah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Allahumma salli ala sayyidina wa lana muhammadin wa ala ala sayyidina wa lana muhammadin wa barik wa sallim fadhkuruni azkurukum ana jaleesu man zakarani dil mera ho jaye ek meydan ho to hi to ho to hi to ho to hi to aur mere tan mein bajaye aap ho gil dard dil ho dard dil ho dard dil air se bilkul yut jaye nazar to hi to aaye nazar dekho jidar la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam La ilaha illallah, 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 Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ilahi dil mein mere ghair ka athar na rahe Siwaay tere kisi par meri nazar na rahe To kar be khabar sari khabaroon se mujh ko Ilahi rahu ek khabardar tera 
کوئی مجھ سے پوچھے میں کیا مانگتا ہوں میں اپنے خدا سے خدا مانگتا ہوں ہو جائے میرا میں ہو جاؤں اس کا یہی رات دن میں دعا مانگتا ہو عطا کر دے وہ مجھ کو اپنی محبت میں اس کے سوا کچھ اور نہیں مانگتا ہو ناراضگی جس کی دو ذوق سے بھر کر اسی دات کی بسریتا مانگتا ہو اصل مجھے دنیا کی خواہش نہیں میں بخشش بروزے جزا مانگتا ہو لا الہ الا اللہ 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 محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم اپنے ملنے کا پتا کوئی نشا تو بتا دے مجھ کو اے رب اللہم اغفر لنا ورحمنا ورضا عنا وتقبل منا وادخلنا الجنة ونجنا من النار اصلح لنا شأننا كله ولا تكلنا إلى أنفسنا ترفتعين اللهم بارك لنا في رجب وشعبان وبلغنا رمضان جزا الله عنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم لما هو أهله سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله